You're listening to the King's Church Podcast. Visit us online at kingswisbeach.org.uk. Very good evening. Welcome to Friday Conversations with the King's Church of Wisbeach. Uh, I'm Clive. And I'm Jackie. You'll notice I'm not Matt. <laughs> if you watched last week's uh, conversation, you'll uh, get the uh, reference. So uh, this is the third week in our series, a Lent series, based on the book, um, The Prison Letters. Uh, copies are still available. 40 days of devotional readings for Lent, based on the letters that Paul wrote to churches whilst he was in prison, hence the title, The Prison Letters. Uh, we've had two uh, Fridays so far. We've come to the third one. And the topic this evening is? It's spiritual warfare. So you'll appreciate from the topic that it's a huge, um, yeah, a huge part of our lives, but we can't cover it all tonight. But I'm glad we've got an expert in the studio this evening. So. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Thank you, Clive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's an error um, that, well, uh, we refer to Jesus as the ultimate authority on this and we're learning, so, yeah. uh, learning from him on that. Um, with, with Jackie's permission, I'm just going to tell a story to, to start us off. And you have posted a question already for people to be thinking about, haven't you? Yes, I have. Yeah. I don't know if you spotted it. It was right at the top. It says... What I would like you to think about and respond on the live chat if you can is how can we act differently because we know Jesus has already won the ultimate victory. Okay, so that's, so uh, as you're listening, you might want to be thinking about that and writing in uh, your responses on the, on the live chat and then we'll be able to read those. Um, but just a story to introduce the, the theme for this evening. Uh, in a place where I used to work, um, part of the terms of employment was that we had to uh, undergo training for personal protection. Uh, there could be cases uh, very rarely, but you might find yourself in a uh, very dangerous confrontational situation and you had to learn how to protect yourself. Um, and we were in a training room, in a fully padded <coughs> training room, and uh, you're given the tactics how to try and defuse a situation but uh, if that's not possible and you feel actually you're going to be attacked uh, then there are certain techniques that you can employ to protect yourself so we were teamed up uh, I was uh, training with another man and they showed us these techniques and he came at me very aggressively so in the training program I felt I was under threat so I threw him across the room and he bounced off the wall and uh, everybody just stood back and thought you know because I'm not the biggest built person and uh, they all like and I said um, and that's only 50% of my strength <laughs> and after that they called me the punching preacher so, <laughs> <laughs> so but but um, that's the theme for this evening uh, how to defend ourselves when we feel we're under attack and also at times when we have to take the initiative and take the fight to the enemy and uh, claim the victory there. Absolutely. So, um, so we're, we're, we're going to, uh, um, there'll be an interval soon where you can have an ice cream if you want. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're going to take the first part before the uh, notices and songs talking about the, the fact that Jesus is victorious and um, yeah. uh, where the fight really is. Uh, 
Okay. So. Well, I, I think the starting point that as Christians, what we need to recognise is that the cross yes. is pivotal yes. to all our beliefs. First of all, that we have to have no doubts that Jesus died and rose again physically as yes. well as spiritually, because that is the centre, well, that solves it all. <laughs> uh, and it's out of time, really. The Old Testament looks forward to that event and then the New Testament follows that yeah. and we're in the mopping up situation so yeah, yeah. I think what we have to grasp is that Jesus has done it all that is enough and actually when we're in the battle we're not under attack and weak and feeble but as God's children with Jesus having been raised to the Father and mm -hmm. is yeah. interceding for us, we're on the winning side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, now, at times life is so tough, it just doesn't feel like that. But I would want to encourage all of us that in the tough times to know the fact that we are still following Jesus, we still believe him as Lord, we are still attacking in this warfare. Absolutely, absolutely. Over to you, Clive. What? <laughs> Thank you. It's like a tag team, this. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, uh, as soon as we uh, use that phrase spiritual warfare, we are coming into a different dimension, aren't we? We are. Um, and when I was thinking about it during the week and reading the book, I, 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 I was aware that uh, in the, the secular world, uh, while there's a, quite a bit of interest in the, sometimes in the occult or s spirituality, uh, there's not a lot of real understanding of, of, of what, what the battle really is. Um, mm. And Jesus, when he was on earth, he, he said to the people, if I spoke to you about, when I speak to you about earthly things, you don't believe it. So if I tell you about heavenly things, how, how are you going to get hold of that? Mm. Uh, and and there is a dimension here, um, not, usually an unseen dimension, that um, we're not always conscious. Well, I don't think we need to be consciously aware of, but but it is always present. Mm. Um, I, when 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 Stephen was being uh, in the in the Acts, when when Stephen was being stoned to death, he said, I saw heaven open, and not many of us have had that experience of seeing into the heavenlies, have we? No. Um, but, but the reality of it is um, yeah. all, all around us. And the Bible does talk about it as, as being a, a battle, a, a warfare, a battleground. Yes, I mean, if we think of the warfare we can get overexcited about Satan, yeah, but if we think yeah. of it that yeah. we live in a fallen world, so that's a battlefield. Uh, I've, my flesh is incredibly weak, so that's another battlefield. And there's also Satan who, like, who wants to destroy us yeah. and he lies and cheats. Yes. And we've got to remember that God is good and the reason Jesus came was to restore our relationship with our Heavenly Father. And that enables us to have the freedom to do good in his kingdom. Mm -hmm. That's the freedom God gives us. Yeah. And he wants to build us up. He wants to 
uh, restore us to who we should have been if the fall hadn't happened. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really exciting. Yeah. Um, and can I go on to some so of the, the comments? Comment, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, Maddie's commented that it depends on the sort of attack. Um, and she makes the points it's against principalities, not flesh. Yeah. Um, Keith says, I think that a lot of the battle is in our hearts and minds. All sorts of things happened to Jesus, but he stood his ground. Absolutely. Um, Anna thinks, I think the act different, uh, that we act differently is that we just need to obey. We shouldn't waste time thinking about the possible consequences. Yep. Um, Maggie says, we don't have to worry or get angry about things as Jesus is in charge, but this is easier said than done, and I struggle in both areas. Don't we all, Maggie? Don't we all? <laughs> well, oh, sorry, I'll say more. Yeah? Yes. Uh, oh, um, <laughs> and Keith saying, uh, I know some theory, experience some battles, but I don't really know what I'm doing. I mostly trust that Jesus to sort it out. And I think that's the important thing is we need to stay close to our Heavenly Father and Jesus because that's our best form of protection when we're focusing on what he wants us to do rather than worrying about what Satan or yep. whatever else is going on. Because when we're close to him, there's lots of scriptures that tell us that we're under the shadow of his wing. If we submit to him, then Satan flees. Yeah. Um, and it's doing that every day. There isn't a shortcut, but if we're prepared to do life every day with Jesus, then I think we're lining ourselves in the right position and we don't have to worry so much about the battle because we're following our leader mm. and he's the one who's won. He's the one who knows everything and he's not going to let us down. Mm. You're saying things which we, as Christians, most of us would say, we know that's true, but it, it, it is knowing the grounds on which that is true, isn't it? That, you know, he's won the battle. And, and uh, Matt, Matt's taken us to that verse in um, Colossians, Colossians 2.15, which I think is worth looking at, mm -hmm. where, um, I'll just, just read, uh, Colossians 2, verse 13 through to 15. Uh, talking to Christians, when you were dead in your sins, um, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins, having cancelled the written code, which is an interesting phrase. You might want to put what you understand about that. Having cancelled the written code with its regulations that was against us and that stood opposed to us, he took it away, nailing it to the cross. And here's a, a key verse. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, mm. he made a public spectacle spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. I think it's it worth just dwelling on that for a moment, uh, what we understand. So um, I, I said about Jesus uh, talking of earthly things and heavenly things, and it was the Apostle Paul uh, He's a bit enigmatic in his testimony. He says, I know a man, but we think he's talking about himself, who uh, saw things in the heavenly realms which he's not permitted to tell. Mm. And that, 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 that there are things in, uh, in that spiritual realm uh, which are beyond our comprehension. Mm. Um, but 
what Paul has given us here, what, what he has said, is that Jesus disarmed powers and authorities. Um, can I throw another question? What powers and authorities? What powers and authorities has Jesus disarmed, uh, triumphing over them um, by the cross? Um, I'll come back to that. I'll, I'll wait to see if there's some co comments coming out. Come yeah, and I also see there's another question been thrown out of what are some of your favourite verses when you're facing a spiritual battle? Right. Mm -hmm. um, okay, yeah. Okay, would well, well, somebody re respond? Jackie's got the, the, the live feed, so I'm referring <laughs> to her there. Has somebody responded to that, or we're waiting for a response, are we? Uh, well, right. Maddie's commented um, that it depends on why we're being bullied. Uh, over faith, we do what Jesus says. Over disability, we have to deal with it and pray like mad. Right, right. And, yeah, I, th I think it's, it's the battle is where our lives is at. Um, and it's choosing to do life with Jesus every day that we learn these things about ourselves. We also learn or, or we find out the truth and how solid is our belief in yeah. what God tell, tells yeah. us about who we are, who he is and where we are in the world yeah, yeah because yeah. i think in john it, he says the work of the holy spirit is to tell us uh, the truth about uh, sin, sin righteousness, righteousness and, and judgment, judgment. Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. yes yeah um has anybody commented they might they might not on uh, disarming the principalities or the not code? not yet but okay. we but okay. maggie's commented on um one of her verses, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 7, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. Yeah. Absolutely, Maggie, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, Anna says, Jesus said, I will build my church. So when it's an attack against the church, which is frequent, she holds on to that. Um, and I'm not quite sure the reference from Maggie about powers of sin. Oh, the principalities. No. Yeah, she's responded that uh, Jesus disarmed the powers of sin and death and temptation. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. very comprehensive there, right. Maggie. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Right. It, it is a, a lively chat this evening, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Which is good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Can I oh, do a story now? Exactly. Uh, going back to um, where Keith was talking about the battle being in our hearts and minds. A real practical one for me in recent years to find out how subjective and unreliable my mind was, uh, was when I lost a lot of weight. And I realized that at the beginning of the process, in my mind's eye, I wasn't as big as I actually was. So that was wrong. And then as I lost a lot of weight, I didn't kind of click that I'd actually lost a lot of weight and I was a lot smaller, um, although the scale said something different. And it's only more recently that I've looked back at photos and thought, oh no, was I that big? But it's having an appreciation that my mind can play tricks on me or my belief about myself is wrong and that's why it's so important that I listen to God's truth about me. Um, and that's what he's doing with us every day in that when we talk to him and when we listen to him, he will let his truth 
seep into us so that we gain more of his perspective. Now, we won't get the whole picture this side of heaven, but that's an ongoing work of the Holy Spirit. And I think it's important to let that happen so that, yeah, God can show us who we are. Over to you, Clive. Thank you. And, And knowing who we are really depends on knowing who Jesus is. Mm. Um, mm. Uh, and d- I, I, want, I want to go back to that phrase and Maggie's commented on it that he, d- he disarmed the principalities and powers I think it's that the phrase before that is important that he's cancelled the written code mm. so that's that's us being forgiven of our sins that the the, mm. uh, the, the, the debt has been paid uh, that there was an account that stood against us but that that has been dealt with by Jesus on the cross. So, so we, we, we stand as forgiven people, mm. um, but also, uh, and using a Pauline phrase, uh, that, that we're in Christ, uh, and Christ is the one who disarmed the principalities and powers. If I could just take, I'm not going to okay, preach. Can, can okay, I, uh, can okay. I pick I'm going to get a word in in a minute, go on. <laughs> well, no, I'm just reading out, because um, people are responding yes, to your questions, so <laughs> let them respond. Uh, Keith has said that Jesus has removed the power of death and sin, yeah. and Anna's commented he's also defeated the father of lies. Yep, absolutely, so. absolutely, yes. Um, now, where was I going? Oh, yes, but the, um, disarm the, 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 the powers and authorities making a public spectacle by the cross mm. and yeah in earthly terms we know how it was that Jesus was crucified that there was a, a religious and political movement against him uh, mm. he was accused of blasphemy and he was thought to be uh, a threat to the government and so there was a conspiracy to get rid of him but we also understand behind that mm. is the one who uh, since his birth was trying to, to kill him um, and that is, is the devil Satan and I, I, it, it's uh, um, it's one of those areas where we're not quite sure how it works but, be, hmm. but behind uh, these governments and these moves against Jesus there, there is a spiritual power at work and what's happening on earth is an outworking of what's the, what's happening in the heavenly realms mm. and it's it says here that by his cross he defeated those mm. um, so the political and the religious leaders think they've won when Jesus dies on the cross but as we know mm. the cross is the victory over those powers um, and one commentator said that uh, they stripped Jesus naked when they crucified him but by his death and resurrection he stripped the powers behind his execution he stripped those powers naked and exposed them for what they were so that's this picture of Jesus triumphing over them by by his cross and it it, 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 Matt has uh, asked us to to know that Jesus is victorious he has defeated people have said sin and death and and, Mm. uh, and and the devil but um, when we say Jesus is Lord, that's what we're saying. He, he is the ultimate authority. authority. There is no higher authority yep. than, than, than him. Absolutely. And I want to pick up on a comment Keith's just uh, written in, that this is why the Bible is so important. It tells us the truth. We then have to choose 
to believe it. And for Keith, that's one of his greatest spiritual battles. And I think the Bible is going to be an even more important battle in the future because we do say it is God's view of things that he wants to reveal to all humans um, and it is truth and that's not fashionable these days. No, no. Um, But we do need to know the Bible, we need to understand what God's saying as well as experiencing what God's doing in our lives day to day. Yes, because there was a uh, Matt in, in the questions at the back uh, for the for the end of the week, uh, is there such thing as absolute truth? And if yeah. so, you know, what, what what do we do about that? That's uh, um, well, I want to make a a, a a point here when we're talking about spiritual warfare uh, that it's not a contest of equals. No. Um, Again, in simplified spiritual terms, people think of good and evil and, and the, the lots of the myths about the, the gods, and as, as if there's a, a battle like a wrestling match, to, you know, two, two sparring contestants and they're having a go at each other. Um, but God is God, <laughs> and yeah. Satan never was God, he wanted to be. Mm. Uh, he's actually a fallen angel. and. Uh, it's one of those mysteries. Um, yeah. God has limited his ability, but he does have ability. Mm. Um, so so when, when we're talking about Jesus being victorious, he is the supreme governor, he is the ruler, he is the king of kings, the lord of lords. Yeah. And uh, G- Jesus at one point talks about the prince of this world, and one commentator said, actually he's not the king of this world. You know, uh, he, mm. he, he's the He's a prince. Uh, the Bible does say that actually the, the, the whole world is under his uh, usurped authority, if people allow that, but um, mm. he's not in charge of everything. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So are, are we. I haven't. Uh, there's no. No, no? no, no? I can't okay. see the, any, anything else. Uh, okay, that's, that, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, John, John Stott has uh, written uh, some very helpful comments on this and, and he says what, what, one of the battles, because Keith was saying about uh, believing the Bible, mm. um, one of Satan's wiles, one of his schemes is for people not to believe in him or to, to create him as a uh, cartoon character. Uh, that, uh, that actually he, uh, he, he has it's to be laughed at, it's to be mocked. Um, it, in fact, he is a very real enemy, because mm-hmm. you quoted earlier about he wanted to destroy. What Jesus said, wasn't he? Uh, the thief comes to kill and, and to destroy. Yeah. Um, so we need to take it seriously. And, mm. Mm. and he's also the father of lies, so yes. he's very good at what he does and I can think of a few TV programs and series currently which show him as the good guy as it were yes, and God as the bad punishing God in heaven yes. who's going to zap us rather than our heavenly father whose arms are open wide to receive us and say I love you, I can sort this, I am enough, I can take away your sin and shame. Sorry, I'm going. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, 
we, we say that, um, this topic up, opens up so many avenues, doesn't it? It does. Uh, it, it does. does. Ju uh, oh gosh, it's a, you know. It's a, uh, yep. Let, let's talk, talk for a moment just about um, the, the the chapter which says where where is the where is the battle? Where is the where, where is it? Uh, it's what Paul Paul in his uh, writing says: our battle is not against flesh and blood. No. Um, no. Which. It easily can degenerate into that <laughs> that we think it, it's that person, um, but it, yeah, it, it, it isn't. It, no, because Jesus's way was to say, "Love your enemies." Yes. So, even though we were enemies to God, He loves us, and He loved us then. He gave us the way out, and He tells us to follow Him. Um, that's why I find it really difficult that it's not enough just to know the Bible, I've actually got to live it and I'm still working on that bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but God, if we're thinking about warfare, God wants us to live life his way and when our lives match up with what we believe about God, then I think that's when we're most powerful is when we're not just talking a good story but we're living it. Um, I think when mm. God's truth is in us and we're doing that every day, I keep repeating yeah. that, I know, um, that that's when we, yeah, we're taking the battle to Satan uh, because what he wants to do is distract us or tell us that what God tells us about the world or ourselves is wrong, it's too hard, it's too difficult, you don't want to do that and actually God's ways for us are good and they're proven and that he is faithful and God never manipulates us, never messes us around. And even though he has limitless power, he never forces himself into our lives. He waits for us to invite him. And I think that's mm -hmm. so amazing because we as people, we kind of, sometimes we can get impatient and we want to force the pace as it were and God who could do anything he wants mm -hmm. actually says come to me he doesn't force himself on us mm, absolutely <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take a great liberty with scripture here uh, <laughs> surely not Clive yes. surely not <laughs> So Ephesians 6.12 says, Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world. Uh, sometimes our struggle is against God. <laughs> that, you know, uh, just submitting to him. Uh, I, I think that's more our struggle with ourselves well, to follow his ways. Uh, well, isn't I'll, it? I'll, I'll say it's still a struggle with God. God. Okay. Often in the Bible, people are arguing with God. Oh, uh, yeah. Moses had quite a few problems. Jacob, literally. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but um, what Paul is saying there, our struggle is not against flesh and blood. And uh, as, as Christians, we, we need to raise our eyes to where the, the real battle is, because it, it can, uh, if, 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 um, if we if treated badly or things are going wrong, we, we, we think people are against us. 
Um, but it's God who is in control and there is an enemy trying to thwart his purposes yeah. uh, uh, against us. Um, and so we're, we're going to talk after the break about the armour of God, taking our stand against those wiles of the enemy, um, mm. uh, where he's trying his plans to be worked out on earth and we're praying your kingdom come, come. your will be done here mm. on earth and that's where the, that's where yeah. the battle is. Yeah. I, I think the song is, is um, about Jesus being the Lion of Judah, uh, uh, yeah, which would be a good one to listen to. Uh, we're going to have the notices and a song, yeah. and then we'll talk about the armour of God and standing firm. I, I think some of the uh, Maddie's already beaten us to it. Okay. As her versus Ephesians six. So okay. <laughs> thanks, Maddie. We'll be coming on that second half. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful song. Uh, that that always stirs our spirits uh, when we're singing mm. of Jesus as the the Lion of Judah, and the whole earth needs to hear that. Yeah. So we're continuing to talk about um, spiritual worship, uh, spiritual worship, <laughs> warfare. Um, if you haven't had the book, I do recommend that you get it. Matt gives a, a very helpful illustration of uh, how we can uh, sort of be victorious in this spiritual warfare uh, just by standing firm and, and a picture of gaining ground on, uh, uh, on a rugby field and uh, you'll mm. read, read the book to, to get the gist of that. Yeah. Uh, I, think it, I think it's safe to say this year Wales have not held their ground no, on okay. the rugby field. <laughs> I, I'm traumatised if I'm, if I'm honest. Anyway, okay. back, back to the gaining ground. Um, and, and just standing firm, not giving an inch to the enemy. Well, the Bible says don't give a foothold to the mm. enemy. Um, just a, another story uh, that uh, when, when I was in college, um, I was given the, the job, the responsibility of being a, one of a sergeant in charge of a brigade of about 12 men. Um, we all lived on the same corridor. But as it goes in colleges, uh, they love to play pranks on the, the sergeant. And one day, uh, they decided to give me a cold bath uh, in all, wearing all my clothes. And we had a bathroom at the end of the corridor. And so about six or eight of these men picked me up and were carrying me to the bathroom to throw me in this uh, bath of cold water. I tell you not a lie, they could not get me through the door into the bathroom because I just held onto that door frame and try as they could, they could not get me into the bathroom to throw me in the bath. And, and it's just that absolute persistence, I am not giving in on this. Yeah. And I think it's that mentality, that stance that, uh, as Christians that, that we need. Uh, the enemy is real, uh, yeah. he's powerful, we've seen a lot of his work, his destructive work around, yeah. uh, but um, uh, just um, Hugh Osgood, Hugh yeah. Osgood uh, has written a, a book that's come out recently about, uh, called His Kindness Killing the Church, and there was a phrase in there which uh, sort of captured me, he said, he's talking about um, Satan being thrown out of heaven, um, and he says, that uh, Satan being thrown out of heaven hasn't come to the earth to punish the earth, he's come to the earth to be punished by the church, which I think Ooh. is very good, very yeah. good, that actually we take the warfare to him. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. the question is, how do we do that? Yes. And yeah. I think, as Clive was talking about, we need determination and we shouldn't be afraid of determination, but we've got to let Jesus teach us yes. the right way and where we should be determined yeah. rather than being stubborn and not letting God Yes. lead us on yep. we very much are his followers mm. and he tells us where to go what to do when to do it mm -hmm. and if we're confident that we're in tune with him and I think in Galatians it talks about keeping in step with the spirit that's when we're most effective mm. because we need to keep our relationship with God on a solid footing and actually my relationship with God is my responsibility before it's yeah. an overseer's mm -hmm. and God has already told us that actually all his people have access to him all the time because he you know he's put his Holy Spirit in us and we have complete 100% access. It doesn't sort of, um, you know, like with dead spots with the internet or whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> actually with God, there's no dead spot except when we put ourselves there. Mm -hmm. The problem is not his end, it's ours. Mm. But as his people, as his church, we have that access to him. Mm, absolutely. I'm so excited, it, it, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The, the, um, our, our strength is in the Lord. That, yeah. that, that's where our resilience comes from. Yeah. Uh, it, it reminds me of the picture of David and Goliath. Okay. Um, uh, so he was facing a, a, a physical enemy, but um, he saw it as a spiritual battle, um, and, and he went uh, not clothed with the weapons of this age. Uh, you know, the armor and. Uh, uh, he, he went with what he had in his hand, but he, he, he went there as a, as a servant of the Lord. Mm. Um, uh, and you or I might be intimidated uh, facing a Goliath, but he just stood his ground. Um, yeah. You would come against me with you know, all this army, these javelins and things, I come against you in the name of the Lord. Mm. And um, we know the outcome of that story, yes. Yeah. Mm. Or yeah. even um, Daniel's friends yes. who said, yeah. Even if, if God, God doesn't rescue us, yes, we still believe in Him. Yes, yes. Fan yeah, yeah. It, it, it's one of the the phrases um, my wife Fiona and I use. Uh, it's our own personal testimony. Other people make their own testimony, but we know God's calling on our life, and we know what He's calling called us to do and to be, and uh, we just say we're not going away. <laughs> yeah. Um, if if people or demons don't like it, tough. We're not going away. We're here until God says differently. And it is that just that um, dogged persistence, perseverance to stand firm. Um, mm. Can I pick up on a few comments yeah, that have come in? Yes. Um, Anna shared the, a verse that um, encourages her is, he who is in you is greater, greater than, than he. he who is in the world. Yes. Um, another, uh, Jones, Versus, I am weak, but he is strong. Um, and Keith's reminding us that Jesus said that he only did what the Father told him. Mm. So, uh, yes. Well, Keith, I'll pick up on that because uh, just in my readings, my own personal readings uh, this week, I was reading through Isaiah, 
and Isaiah is sent as a prophet to the nation um, and the Assyrians are threatening to attack and Isaiah uh, assures the nation that actually if they trust in God you know um, he'll be their protector their savior um, and he says if you do not stand firm in your faith you will not stand at all uh, and then from there uh, he, he says to the king Ahaz you can ask God for a sign and Ahaz says no I'm not going to do that because he's already made up his mind that he's going to sort of kowtow to the Assyrians um, he's not going to listen to God he's going to follow his own plans uh, and then after that uh, we get the pro prophecy about uh, God will give you a sign uh, uh, unto you a child is born unto you a son is given uh, and the government will be on, on his shoulders um, but it is, th it, it is that God is saying to them then stand firm if you don't you won't stand at all and that's what Paul says in Ephesians having done all to stand we're still standing yeah uh, but also I'm encouraged that in the New Testament it tells us that we need to have faith in God but we also have our secret weapon or not so secret weapon that God gives us the faith to believe in him anyway so it's not just me on a wobbly day but God actually enables us to stand even if physically we might feel we are on our knees mm -hmm. um, the strength is in him and us in him um, looking at some answers to what are the weapons we've been given by God to fight against Satan Maggie's mentioned prayer and praise absolutely I think praise lifts our view to remind us who God is um, and I think in the Psalms it calls us or he calls Israel and all of us to be a people who declares his praise because actually if we who know him don't declare his praise who's going to um, prayer yep um, we can talk to him at any time we can pray for ourselves but more importantly we can pray about anything no topic is out of no. bounds with God uh, which again is wonderful um, another weapon is standing united together absolutely Jesus said one of the last things he said that they may be one uh, it doesn't mean we're all exactly carbon copies of each other but we're following a common purpose a, well a common person who is Jesus and Keith says the Bible is a weapon absolutely mm -hmm. referred to as least a two-edged sword mm -hmm. in mm. Hebrews I think yeah over yeah. to you Clive oh fine no <laughs> well and it just remind me uh, Jesus would would have known about spiritual warfare to a degree none of us would ever experience. And I think, oh, I just mm. want to throw in one comment here, that often people say the devil's having a go at me. No, he isn't. The devil is a single person who can only be in one place at one time. Now, there, there are demonic spirits, but, um, mm. uh, but Jesus really did have an encounter with the devil. Yes. And to, to, a, to such a degree that none of us will ever uh, know what that was like um, mm. but picking up on what, what's just been said that his weapon that he used against him was the Word of God yeah. it is written um, and uh, 
just defeating his arguments and his temptations, and they were real temptations to Jesus, uh, just by uh, holding on to and knowing that the, the Word of God is, is a sure foundation and a, a, becomes a strong tower of protection around us. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, that begs the question, we need to know the Word of God. <laughs> we, we need to know yeah. to the degree that we're, we're reading, we're uh, assimilating that Word. Yeah. We, we know how to use that. Yeah. yeah, Anna also makes a really good point that it's not just uh, that it helps to speak God's words out loud, not just have it internally. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I think there is a different dimension when we do that. Um, and Keith points out that the Holy Spirit isn't a weapon, but he does give us gifts, strength, encouragement, and so much more. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Yeah, I, when it talks about him being the helper and the one who comes alongside, I kind of have the phrase of, or where it talks about God being the lifter of our head. To me, it kind of, one of the aspects of that is chin up, <laughs> you know? Yeah. We don't have to be despondent, it's chin up. Yeah, yes, um, yeah. yeah. Should we take a moment, uh, um, people might want to comment, on, on the, the, the armour of God? Yeah. That we um, uh, listed in Ephesians 6. Um, many of you will know it, let me read it. Uh, finally, well, finally in the sense of not as a tailpiece, but I'm coming to the end of the letter. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armour of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against uh, the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armour of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything, still be standing. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled round your waist, the breastplate of righteousness in place, your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition, take the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one, the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. And with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Pray also for me, Paul says, because he's in, he's in chain. And the, the picture is uh, with this armor, but um, uh, he, he's under house arrest, most probably chained, manacled to a, a Roman soldier uh, who's bored out of his head because he's just gonna stay guarding this guy. Uh, but Paul's got this picture uh, of a mm. Roman soldier, and so take takes it here for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, it's God's plan for our lives may not be the plan we have for our lives, and just as Jesus's plan or God's plan for saving all of us looked as though it came from a position of weakness someone who was wrongly accused, crucified and died when everyone was expecting the great war leader that was yeah, going to come right. and liberate the country. I think we shouldn't be surprised when our, li our lives follow God's plan and it may not be pretty at times, 
but he is working out his purposes and just because our lives go down a difficult route doesn't mean that we've done anything wrong um, God is still working his ways through that and we can still be strong in him through that even if we think we are on our knees if we are still following him come what may we are being victorious mm. yeah the, 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 this picture of taking the armor of God uh, there, there is a defensive aspect to it but there's also the uh, t taking the initiative going on the attack as well um, and certainly Paul in his missionary work uh, is an ardent evangelist uh, he, he, he goes into the enemy's camp in a sense um, and, and the, I, I think in that day and age there was a bit more of awareness of the real battle there's an episode in Acts 19 where some people try to cast out a, an evil spirit and actually the, the evil mm. spirit comes and gives them a bashing you know um, and, and Paul uh, operating in that climate he is taking the, the, the liberating message of the gospel right into the, into the enemy's camp there mm. so it isn't just I'm protecting myself against the wiles of the devil and his schemes. I'm actually advancing the kingdom, um, and, and we need uh, what? What is? Uh, what? What do you say here? What, what do you start with? Um, I'll write the belt of truth. Yeah. Mm. I think we've got to live right. Yes, not so. It's not only well. You got the breastplate of righteousness. It, it's the, truth the, worked the, out, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not just the idea of these things no. or even knowing about them. It's how do we make them real in our lives? Um, and flipping it over a bit from Ephesians six to Galatians five, where it talks about the fruit of the spirit. Actually, if the Holy Spirit is living in us, then we will be showing love joy, patience, kindness, the whole list, I'm not reeling it off now. But that in itself is a weapon that we're choosing to live like that yeah. because God tells us to. Because that's the, uh, don't be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Yeah. Uh, and actually you're winning, winning over the battle there. So truth and, and righteousness, knowing, uh, and Matt poses a question you know, about absolute truth, uh, David Porton had the lovely phrase, he says, it's not that I've got the truth, the truth has got me. Uh, and, and, mm. and I'm gripped by the truth that is in Jesus. Mm. Uh, and, and, and his authority of the word of God. Mm. Um, and then worked out in this breastplate of righteousness, so that uh, there's no foothold for the enemy to, to get in. Um, what, what about the phrase that your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace? Have you got NIV? Is it the same? Yep, yeah, it okay. is. It is the same. It'd be interesting other versions. Uh, what, what, what yeah, it says Matt there. said something really interesting about the oh, footwear, right. but I can't remember what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Uh, I did read it. It's really good. Okay. What, while while you're looking at that, uh, find, finding that uh, the the shield of faith which you mentioned. Uh, which oh, that's it. Spiritual okay. shoes found it. Okay. Uh, fitted with readiness, we are to be prepared for the battle. Spiritual warfare shouldn't come as any surprise. We need to be ready. Mm -hmm. um, 
and the readiness comes from the gospel of peace. Yes. We need to be sure of God's plan, believe it, and also we need to be, we need God's power in our lives every day to be able to live it. Yeah. I, I, I'm so grateful that actually it doesn't rely on me. No, no. It just relies on me saying yes to God and then he can do his stuff. Yes. Yeah. It, it's, uh, I, I love that, that picture, the, the feet fitted with the red in the scum from the Gospel of Peace, that uh, wherever we go, uh, we're ambassadors for Christ uh, and we're taking his kingdom there. Mm. And uh, uh, not only in prison work, I've been in lots of situations uh, over the past 50 odd years. Um, I've, I've never felt, I've never felt threatened, I've never felt uh, seriously in danger. Um, if, if you go in, in the name of the Lord, you can go into very, very volatile, very difficult situations, uh, sometimes into domestic disputes or I into, uh, I into events happening in town centres. Uh, I go, my feet shone with the gospel of peace and I, I, fools rush in where angels fear to tread, but I do wade in, I do go, um, because you, know, you want the, the kingdom of God to be expressed in, 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 in this place. And it's a gospel of peace. It's, uh, um, you're not retaliating, you're not uh, going to provoke stuff, you could bring in the gospel of peace there. Mm. And it, it's just been ready. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's part of what we say as a church, that as Christians we, we don't have a very full church programme because we need to be out there in our community with our feet shod with the gospel of peace and meeting people where they are. Yeah. Mm. We, we've got a few moments left. Uh, um, uh, the shield of faith, you mentioned about that uh, yeah. individually, uh, collectively, extinguishing the flaming arrows of the evil one. The helmet of salvation, knowing who we are, which is where you started. Absolutely. Uh, that we, we know we're, uh, we, we belong to Jesus. And the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, which uh, we, we, we've also mentioned there. Yeah. That is a quick skim through, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, a few years ago, there was a phrase of, what would Jesus do? And actually- oh, yeah, there was the wristbands, weren't there? There were. Yes. And actually, that isn't that helpful because what Jesus would do, because he is who he is, is not that relevant. I think it's more our question for each day is, Jesus, what would you have me do? Um, because he's called all of us um, to walk with him, to engage in this battle. And yeah, I think we can all opt in and do our bit. And if you're anything like me, you probably disqualify yourself from that rather than getting stuck in. But actually, God has got a part for each one of us to stand our ground um, in his kingdom and we may think what we're doing is small and unimportant but actually if there's any word of encouragement to someone who's in a tough place a practical help you can do um, that you, when someone is wobbly or struggling that you hold the shield of faith over them to help and protect to carry each other's burdens is another yes, phrase right. yeah. um, then all of these little things, I still think, br take ground. Mm. It's yeah. choosing to do life God's way and to bring 
his values into a situation is really important. Can I finish with just the, uh, the, the global picture? Uh, the Bible declares that the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our Christ, Christ and, of our, and of his God. Yeah. Um, and it may not be that evident in the world in which we live, in our, in our mm. own particular world, but the kingdom of God, the church of Jesus Christ, is growing at a phenomenal rate. And there are people from every tribe, from every tongue, from every nation uh, coming into the kingdom daily. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, I will build my church. The, the gates of death cannot prevail against it. Uh, and so uh, what God has ordained to fulfill through Jesus, where he will be the one that brings the universe back into harmony, bring it all back together again, it will succeed. So mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it's, it, it's taking that stance from... Uh, the battle uh, is assured, the, the victory is assured, it, you know, God's will will be, and mm. we're not a minority just about clinging on by our fingernails. No. Um, Je Jesus will secure what the God, what, what the Father has, uh, has willed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also another oh, Here we go, we're not finished yet. <laughs> um, God's gracious gift to us is that each day is a new day as far as God's concerned. His mercies are new every, every day. Yep. So actually, if we think we've messed up one day, we can wake up the next day and say, right, let's do it differently today. And that's a promise that God gives us that I think we can walk in. Um, it's sort of, we need to be plugged into him and doing life his way. And as Maggie said earlier, easy to say, difficult to do but I'm having a lot of fun working out what it means because we have an amazing loving heavenly father who's already yeah. won everything we need yeah. and we just need to follow him into what he's got for us yeah I'm tempted to say more but we won't <laughs> <laughs> There's so many verses come to mind. So thank you for joining us this evening. Yes, thank thank you. you for all the responses that we've had uh, in, in the live chat. Uh, it's been live. It's been live, and it's been lively. Um, and we look forward to you um, joining with us again next uh, Friday for the continuation continuation of this series. Okay. Good night. Good, good night. Good night. <laughs>